0: me for a look at the equity scene is Antonio Senatorio from Cartesian Capital. Thank you so much uh, for your time, Antonio. Now, I was actually looking at the market reaction after those Fed minutes that showed no intention or direction of <laughs> implementing rate cuts anytime soon. And I mean, this is something that the markets have started to price in. And I thought, you know what, uh, the markets are just shrugging it off. But then I looked at the currency scene and I'm like, I'm not so sure. Is, are the jitters there uh, showing in the currency? What's happening there?
1: Yeah, so just on the, there's little data on the macroeconomic front besides SSEPI and the Fed minutes. So I think the markets are likely still digesting those Fed minutes. All share was up 0.66% today. And that was mainly supported by the miners. Um, but gold counters particularly uh, performed well today. And that's on the back of the gold price breaching the 2,000. Dollar psychological level. I saw uh, a few minutes ago that it's, it's fallen below that now. Um, uh, but investors seem to think that the Fed, after looking at those Fed minutes, there isn't going to be any more interest rate hikes, which is bullish uh, for gold. Mm. And the, um, the Rand, it did weaken after the CPI print today specifically. So not just after the Fed minutes. And I think maybe some investors are saying that interest rates might potentially go up and depress the economic outlook and have a negative impact on growth. So investors may be shying away from the RAND as the country's growth outlook may potentially worsen.
0: Yeah, actually, because I wanted to go into that uh, CPI print that ticked up now. It's literally knocking on uh, that upper limit of uh, that uh, target band. But I'm wondering, as much as headline inflation ticked up, we did see a slight cooling of coinflation Do you think maybe it could uh, provide some comfort to some of the MPC members tomorrow?
1: Yeah, I think it will. So uh, I'm not too concerned with the headline uh, figure because we need to remember that in the October CPI basket, there were once-off events like the avian flu outbreak, which Mm -hmm. seems to be getting under control now. So eggs jumped as much as 13.4% in the month. Um, But unless we see another significant supply-side shock, food prices should come off come off going forward. And the price of uh, Brent crude oil at the beginning of November was $86 a barrel. That's since fallen to around $79 a barrel. And we know a fuel price cut is coming. Yeah. And just today, oil prices fell over 4% after Israel Hamas announced the deal allowing the release of 50 hostages. But with regard to the Saab, I think it's worth noting that the MPC targets headline inflation, but uses core inflation as a predictor for where they think inflation is going. And the reason for that is because it strips out the volatile items. And it's comforting that the core inflation number declined. It's now at a 14-month low uh, from 4.5% to 4.4%.
0: Hmm. I chuckled a little bit. I don't
1: think they'll hike tomorrow.
0: Ah, okay. I chuckled a little bit when you said that uh, the avian flu is under control because I was actually talking to the CEO of Astro Foods the other day and he said, well, of course it's under control because there are very few birds left now. So (laughs) let's go to another uh, food producer and that is RFG. It came out with annual results today, uh, that group revenue up almost 9%. We did see Uh, Double-digit growth in the uh, er headline earnings per share. But those volumes dropping uh, by 8.3%. Those volumes dropping is that the price they had to pay for price increases that they implemented.
1: Well, I think it was a good set of results overall. They've improved their balance sheet with the debt-to-equity going from 36% to 21%. The operating margin also improved by 170 basis points to 9.6%. So I think they've made a much leaner organisation and a much more efficient organisation, which has led to that earnings for share growth of 35%, which is a strong number. Uh, um, and like you said, the difficulty is that the volumes in some categories were down specifically in the export side. Um and that's uh made up of a week around and and the reason for some of the slowdown in exports is the congestion at the Cape Town harbour, yeah, so that's an issue um and they were sites to face higher interest expense, but uh with their lower debt levels uh, it will be in their advantage uh when interest rates start coming down next year, and of course the consumer hopefully will come back next year as well um and that will be in their advantage in terms of volume.
0: Hmm. Um, You spoke about gold uh, earlier on and uh, gold producer Pan-African Resources came out with an interim production update saying that they expect gold production to increase by as much as 6 percent to the point where the miner has even increased its full year guidance uh, there. Uh, We did see the share price reacting, but I'm actually not sure now if the share price was reacting to the the gold price breaching that $2,000 level or to the actual uh, improved results from Pan-African Resources. What do you make of that?
1: Yeah. So I think it's a bit of both. Yeah. Um, they did increase their, their guidance, uh, which is a bit positive for the company and they can take advantage of that higher gold price as well. Um, so they've just got a better or improved output at some of their mines. And that it was a very uh, short update. And that's essentially what it is. Yeah. So I think it's a bit of both. The yeah, gold I price see- and. Yeah. The production.
0: And seeing that, it's gotten its shine back because there were uh, pressures earlier on in the year. Uh, just lastly, before we get to your stock pick, Roinet, uh came out uh, with results as well. Revenue climbing 24%, headline earnings per share advancing uh, 16%. Um, just looking at the composition of the company, do you think that it is in a sweet spot right now in terms of its exposure to fast-growing sectors of the economy?
1: Yeah, I think it's, a, uh, another again, another good set of results. Yeah. Um The Electrical Engineering Division sells a range of power and telecom cables and circuit breakers. And they do quite a lot of exports on that side. So operating profit in that division was up by 27%. And then their ICT segment, which does office automation equipment, uh, that has a very small, difficult SME customer base. And they say post office has impacted them negatively. So earnings there were a bit flat, Uh but it's an important division Uh, because office equipment leasing provides stable and and annuity-type income stream for Raynard. And then on the other side where they did very well was applied electronics, where profit was up 163%, and that segment supplies electronics to the the defence industry and renewable energy solutions. So I think it's now starting to reap the benefits of scale, especially in their ICT and renewable energy segments, and it's well placed to benefit from the rollout of renewable energy projects, uh, which is of i think strategic importance to south africa and, uh, and an essential component of future energy generation
0: ah, all right well let's get to your stock pick quickly i think we have about 30 seconds left
1: okay uh yeah so i picked avi it's has uh, got a portfolio of very strong brands bakers biscuits five roses and i think it's therefore in a strong position to service consumers needs and its brand portfolio covers food as well as clothing and especially on the food side, it's able to service a range of consumer income levels. So it has a broad catchment of consumers in varying income categories. And it has exceptionally strong cash flows. It has a history of declaring special dividends every few years. Current dividend yield is around 7%, which can be considered quite attractive for, a, for such a well-run company. And I think the, the outlook for ABI is positive considering that during the course of 2024, interest rates are likely to be lowered uh, thus supporting improved consumer spending and in the category of cyclical counters avi can be considered more defensive but nonetheless mm. still a beneficiary of lower interest rates
0: ah, all right well thank you so much for your time and for your insights on what has been driving our money today uh, antonio uh, that was antonio Senatore from cartesian capital <laughs>